Welcome to the Faces podcast. We're a Christian and Muslim charity working to build resilience in faith communities against child sexual exploitation and other forms of harm. We'll be talking about what faith and interfaith work means to us and how we embed an inclusive and authentic approach throughout our work. Hello and welcome to uh, today's podcast as we get towards the end of the year. And uh, my name's Nigel. I'm on staff here at Faces and I am joined by my colleague, uh, Melissa, uh, also on staff at Faces. And we just want to have a quick look through our our top 10 hits for the year on our podcast, uh, discuss some of the subjects that that we've looked at. And um, we've realized we've covered a lot of material during um, the short um, time we've been doing these podcasts. And um, there's a number of things and subjects that we will be coming back to in the future. And so it's helpful at some point in the year to sit down and go, wow, actually we've covered some, um, some quite interesting subjects and some subjects that really need to be dug deeper on. Um, so um, I don't know, um, we'll probably start down the lower end of the list, um, but that we've looked at um, the ICCSA report, which looks at um, child sexual abuse. And that was a um, great discussion uh, we did back in November and we had a discussion with Peter and Lucy, uh, Melissa and myself, and we looked at this massive report based on, I think it was 19 other reports. And um, I have to say that that was one of um, a very detailed conversation and very much a conversation we need to come back to. I don't know if you had any thoughts on that one, Melissa. I think it gave us a lot of opportunity to kind of talk about identity, talk about the nuance in experiences and responses that young people have. And there's a lot of talk about disability, think ethnicity as well, um, and looking at some of those disparities. So it highlighted quite a lot of of stuff. Yeah. And so so we'll definitely be coming back to that in the new year and and looking at how how we can make better use of that report as well mm. and some of the findings that come uh, out in the next few months as well uh, around that i'm sure there'll be more said uh, and done on that mm. uh, so um some some of the other subjects we've looked at um i don't know we've looked at the subject of refugees i don't know if you want to say anything on that melissa we've had a couple of podcasts on refugees yeah i think one of the things we haven't covered um in too much detail at looking at refugees is about unaccompanied minors as well um, so that's definitely one we want to pick up in the new year um, we talked a lot about the sort of local impact and the local movement around supporting um, the many refugees and asylum seekers that are that are with us in the local area um, so t- maybe touching on some of those experiences and, and having some of our friends from those communities come on and, and maybe share a bit about what they've been through locally and, and kind of the experience of community locally. Um, that might be something we can plan for the future. Yeah. And, and I think um, it's, it's how we care for the vulnerable in society. That's, that's so important. 
and um, I think is definitely part of protecting children massively because yeah. they are some of the most vulnerable and very often caught up in war situations. Yeah. And so it's it's just so important. So, um, yeah, I think that that's a definitely a subject for the future. Um, I was rather surprised on our list. Uh, we don't get to choose this list. This comes from people listening to it. But I was rather shocked that sort of, uh, let me just say, one, two, three, four, fifth on our list of, of our top ten. Um, comes the royal visit and and our discussion around the visit of King Charles to Luton. Um, I was rather surprised to see that rank as high as it did. I, I don't know what you think, uh, Melissa. Um, um, I, uh, yeah, I think it's a very honest discussion, wasn't it? And I suppose it's slightly um, slightly outside of what we normally talk about. Um, yeah. But I suppose that just shakes things up a bit. So it was it was good to have in there. Yeah, and um, November is uh, so getting up to number four on on our list. Uh, November is Islamophobia month, and so we had a discussion uh, with Rohana, Sufian, um, Peter, myself um, around the subject of, of Islamophobia and its impact on young people, and how uh, very often you you find that if you are pushing down part of society, it does have a negative effect on young people and it does have an effect on mental health. And we looked into some of those issues and and some of that around Islamophobia um, and and actually how much of society, um, you know, in pushing down others um, causes damage and causes harm. Um, so, so that one's come fairly high up. I, I don't know if you want. Yeah, to definitely in. something we'll pick up on again. Um, you know, there's definitely so many different aspects of that that we can look at, and and things that we've not discussed during Islamophobia Awareness Month. So, hopefully, we'll we'll plan some of those in, and, and again get some guests in from from around Luton who can speak into that as well. Mm. Yeah, that, that'd be good. It's something to look forward to. Um, a sad subject, though, but but I'm sure the guests will be very good. Um, we also looked at our local census, and I don't know if you want to lead off on this one, Melissa. Um, yeah, obviously very relevant for the, the work that we're doing and, and how we make sure that when we talk about safeguarding child protection and abuse, that there is a framework that understands how different uh, parts of young people's identity and us as adults within those sort of organisations that are responding to them and how our identity is going to influence the way that, uh, you know, the systems that are are being navigated and the experiences that are had within those systems. Um, So understanding what that means in a local context for Luton um, and using the census to kind of inform that understanding is really important. And I think one of the the biggest messages we tried to, to say in that podcast was you know, this is who we are as as Luton. This is what Luton looks like. And that's why these voices matter. You know, we can, we have to be able to listen to the different um, diversity, the diff- different um, ethnicity, religions and backgrounds um, uh, and communities that, that makes up Luton. And those, all of us need to be able to inform how our institutions run, how our organisations are responding to local needs. Um not just being a kind of number on paper, but actually being listened to and actually being in those seats and in those decision-making places um, across the town as well. Yeah, and I, get, and I guess what can get lost in figures very often is the humanity. 
and yeah. and and when we reduce people to figures that that's that's uh, humanity goes out the window very often mm. um, but in in knowing what's happening in the broader context it gives an overview for how we care for people and i think that's that's important uh, and it's seeing some of the um, local facilities actually working in with these census figures to to care for the area better um, yeah, and perhaps speaking to those um, sort of those human experiences, those personal experiences, um, when we look at the responses people have gotten for different organisations, who are the decision makers in the town, and kind of maybe sharing some of those personal um, stories can be something we, we line up as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting excited about next year already. <laughs> we haven't got through this one fully. Um, our, our number two hit was our interfaith week for 2022. Um, and we discussed the issue of interfaith and multi-faith. And, um, you know, it's it's a interesting conversation. Uh, we had some expertise on there uh, d- discussing um, the difference in the terms. And, and I think the multi-faith term definitely suits what we do as fa- faces far better um, than the interfaith uh, term, um, I think, but because it, it requires us not to dull down our faith, but but actually to bring our faith to faiths together um, in how we care for others, and I, and I think that multi aspect um, is quite powerful. I don't know if you had some thoughts on that. It's quite a while back now uh, we had that conversation. Yeah, I mean, one thing that's very clear in all of our conversations, sort of our internal conversations we have as a team, is that there is no kind of compromise. There's no holding back. You know, um, me as a Muslim, you as a Christian. And we're very sure in where we stand um, when it comes to that kind of dialogue um, of faith. Um, and we try to make sure we can always incorporate both of that, uh, a kind of balance of that in the work that we do. Um, and hopefully that's always that's always a way that it, it supports our work and strengthens our work rather than, like you said, dulls, dulls down either or. Um, yeah, yeah. And I think what's what I like about it. I've been in in uh, working as in churches for over thirty years, and and I have to say, uh, very often I've met situations where people say, "Oh, we've got to dull down what we believe to work with these people," mm. and, and it's none of that. It's it's like you carry on being a Christian for all you're worth, and we'll carry on being Muslims for all we're worth, and actually together we'll care for some of these issues. Um, I, I think is a fantastic approach, and it's so liberating. Um, it's, it's not this lowest common denominator uh, viewpoint. And actually, that means that we bring the, our strengths to play uh, on difficult subjects like child sexual abuse and and, and exploitation and some of these mm. subjects that we're looking at, uh, which we're not running away from. And and I think the other thing that stands out in that is is a silent partner very often in, in multi-faith things. And that is the secular viewpoint. And one of the things our census showed was the growth of secular thought. And and that secular thought is a belief system in itself. And that very often doesn't get uh, highlighted. And so it stays in the background. Um, but in multi-faith, it makes room for different viewpoints. And I think that's that's very helpful yeah. um, in, in how we discuss things. Um, yeah. Yeah. And top of our list, Melissa? 
So top of our list was our discussion with Ruth, uh, one of the FACES team from Azalea, where we talked about the connections between CSA, child sexual abuse, child sexual exploitation, and human trafficking, um, particularly uh, adult human trafficking. Um, so that was some sharing some real insight into the sort of local picture um, of human trafficking from someone who's very much involved in responding to and supporting those um, who are being uh, uh, abused within that system um, and kind of shining a light on some of those experiences and the, the scope of that locally. Yeah, and 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 I think I, I have to say that was one of the most impactful um, of our discussions for me personally as, as we went through it. Um, there were things on there when I was researching their website to, to ask questions and so mm. on for the podcast. I found information that showed me my local area is actually full of stuff that I hadn't seen. Mm. And it's some of that is getting the eyes for that and then the the care and concern. So um I've caught up with Ruth since and 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 seen round um what they do and and found far more and working my way through her book at the moment. Um but that's um work into caring for um a, a very hidden part of the community, um, but absolutely horrendously treated. Um, and the the skill and care and knowledge that goes into that is just immense. Um, so I think that's that's you know really quite an impactful subject, and I'm sure we'll be back to it um, yeah. in the future. Yeah, we've got lots to plan and lots to line up. Um, I suppose yeah. it's worth just doing a quick thank you to the wider Faces team for everyone who um, spoke on these podcasts over the last couple of months. And thank you to Nigel for for organising them um, <laughs> so well and making sure everyone shows up. Um, so Ruth from Azalea. We had Peter from St. Mary's Centre for Peace and Reconciliation. Tony from Hope Church. Uh, Rahana from Lantern. Sufyan from Discover Islam. Sujal from the Council of Mosques. And am I missing anyone out? Uh, Lucy. Uh, uh, Lucy from, from Youthscape. Youthscape. Sorry, Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and of course, your, your contributions as well, Melissa. We'll have a mutual appreciation society <laughs> here. Um, but you, some of your, your um, insights have been blisteringly sharp and helpful. Um, I would say into this as well and have brought real clarity. So thank you for that um, over the year and look forward to more of this next year. Yeah, we'll see so, you then. See you then. Okay, cheers. Bye-bye.